Listener Production. Snuggle up with 20 minutes of the fur balls coughed up by two of the cutest little kittens wrestling their way across the on-demand ecosphere. Aww. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, hello on this very special Wednesday because it is Opposite Day. What, National really? Opposite Day? International Opposite Day? What? Well, it yeah. can't be. It cannot be. Well, because if they say that it's opposite days, then it's not opposite day. Yeah, the only way you can tell everyone that it's opposite day is today is not opposite day. So no, no. day is opposite day, especially Nas- opposite day. Apparently, National Opposite Day 2023 is celebrated annually every January 25th. Uh, you know, it's supposed to bring out the rebel in you. I think it's probably more of an American thing. But look, Alex I did Dyson. Watch, I did watch the, um, the Seinfeld episode, The Opposite, the other day. Very good episode. Well, you're supposed to, you know, remember yesterday in the intro, yesterday, mm. you were going to tell a story, but I hijacked it as per usual. And so we decided that you were going to tell it in today's episode. You could tell a story today by saying, you know what? I haven't moved to Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? Okay. Thanks for that wise crack. And seeing as it is opposite day, you're not going to tell your story and I'm going to hijack it with something that I saw in the news. Did you see this news about M&Ms? <laughs> Did they put out a press release saying they're no longer personificating their M&Ms anymore? Yes, that's right. They did. They said, we're giving it a break. Uh, We've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. And we weren't sure if people would even notice, but they need a break. We started a culture war by taking the high heels off the green M&M. Could you imagine being like, there's, there's, there's like clips on the internet with people like Tucker Carlson yeah. having News. a rant dog style <laughs> rant, but it's not a joke. The green M&M, you will notice, is no longer wearing sexy boots. Now she's wearing sensible sneakers. Could you imagine being a 50-something-year-old grown human yeah. using yep. your national TV show to mm-hmm. talk about high heels on, on, on an M&M? <laughs> And just going home at night and just going to sleep and just having that tiny flicker of, am I doing the right thing? And then just going, yes. Yes, I am. It's the M&Ms that are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's the candy that is wrong. Adjust your nighttime bow tie and put on your nightcap and sleep soundly. So good on Maya Rudolph now, who's who's so so funny and so great, is now going to be the new spokesperson for M&Ms. So there you go. Apparently, Maya's never offended anyone. No one complains about Maya, so... She's gonna not going to annoy anyone. Um, anyway, right. should we start well, the show? Say, I hope she has a hard shell, Well, um, much like the delicious M&M's. Um, all right. When I say Let's... smooth sailing, I certainly mean that in the way opposite day intended. Now, shall we get, shall we get into this show? Let's do it. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Tyson, you see headlines in the news recently, people outraged about... Everything in the world? No, I mean, yes, but a girl (laughs) at the tennis. They were outraged by a spectator at the tennis who was eating their hot dog in a rather peculiar way. Did you see this? (laughs) Yes, I did. When you first originally told me about this, I thought it was like, wasn't there a dude at the baseball who like dipped his hot dog in beer and then ate like the soggy bun dog combo and people were like oh my goodness that's no good well this is even more strange apparently the uh the fan was spotted right with a hot dog with no sauce on it is it even a dog 
That's all. That's well. That's it. That's already. People are saying this is already a crime. <laughs> it's like going to Paris and they've taken away the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and then she's slowly pulling the sausage away from the bread and breaking it off in small bite-sized pieces and then eating that and popping that in her mouth. She breaks off the tip of the hot dog. So she slides yeah. the sausage out a little bit, then breaks the tip off that's that's sticking out of the bread, then just has a little bite-sized piece of that, and then grabs the sausage, slides it out again till the little bit's protruding, then breaks that tip off and then eats it again. I so, mean, So she's just on. left with a... With a clean skin bun. Well, I didn't. I haven't seen the sequel to the video yet, which I'm sure is going to be uh, very riveting. But this is um, the most outrageous way to eat something since Bron ate a pie. I lift the lid off, squeeze oh, it God. all in, mix in the sauce with the meat, <laughs> and yeah, then you put the top back on. No, 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 no. The lid's a little treat afterwards. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> well, is it unbelievable, Bronna? You have you got people coming to your defence? Yeah, every single person that messaged about the pie thing only messaged to say they agree <laughs> and they think Alex is, you know, not right for doing it's, it. Like, well, I'm on your side, Bronna. I'm, I'm a lid lifter. People who listen to all day breakfast without <laughs> Alex are very nice people, and the people who are face palming through their own forehead are like, look, I better not mention anything. Bron's probably self-conscious about eating her pie in an absolutely ridiculous manner. No, I'm it, proud of how I eat it. It is interesting when you look at eating habits. Like the other day, I'd ordered my food, mm -hmm. then it came out, Yeah, right? I was on the Zoom meeting. Yep. No. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I, had to, I tried to moot myself when I was chewing. A good toasty, though. But no, I, was, I had like, it was a schnit, right? The old schnit. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was a pub roast. That's right. It was a pub roast, okay? Wait, wait, wait. So, did it have all the trimmings? <laughs> all the trimmings. Yes, it did. Good. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, when the, when the plate came out to me, right, I was like this. I go, oh, I better get a drink, right? Because I, mm. you know, it's like important to make sure that you have a drink with your food, okay? Why? But this is the thing. I don't know. In my head, I was like, I better get a drink, right? So I went and got a drink, yep. sat down. Didn't touch the drink the entire meal, right? <laughs> sure. By the time I finished my meal, drink's warm. But, but here's the thing. It all stems from when I was 11 or 12 years old. I used to go across <laughs> to the... The to get the ball, you realise it's just childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Us into I used to go and get a happy meal, right, across mm. the road at Tuong Village. And the problem was I would find if I started drinking my little cola mm -hmm. in mid-meal... It would it'd be so, you know, thirst quenching that I'd just guzzle it all mm. and then I'd have nothing to drink at the end of the meal. So from that point on, now I just don't I don't drink anything while I'm eating. I eat a whole meal and then And I only drink. then <laughs> shall I let liquid touch my lips. Well, that's, that's it. And I was like, this is it is. It's stemming from some the trauma of having a drink run out on me. <laughs> When I'm 11 years old, yeah, is now dictating the person I am with a warm drink next to me as a 37-year-old. Your Diet Coke went to get some cigarettes and never came back <laughs> at the end of your happy meal. Um, I, well, I'll tell you what, I eat hot dogs in, in alternating, so, like, so I'll eat a hot dog with the hot dog vertical, like normal. Well, and then Horizontal, I you mean? Horizontal, oh, yeah, but front on, mm. right? Yep. Then I rotate for the next bite, What's the hot dog... Like 90 around. degrees uh -huh. and eat it so that sides are on the top and the bottom. And then I bite it that way. And then I flip it around so that the sides are on either What's, side. So the sauce would like start dripping down. Only if you sauce it wrong, bro. <laughs> Anyways, that's to make sure that there is adequate 
because the curve of the bite goes into the hot dog, <laughs> oh and if you keep biting on that curve, the the ratios of bread and sausage are all wrong. You dig a it's tunnel a, in your own dog. Exactly. <laughs> so you turn it so that the two sort of crescent moon edges get yes. bitten off. Exactly. That is exactly. And create an alternating <laughs> curve. Um, well, we got. We asked you, what's your weird eating habit? Nadi got in touch with us on at matt.n.alex and said, I eat all the chocolate on the outside of the chocolate bar first, the same, what? including even little ones, mini bars and Maltesers. But um, what are you, you're just holding nougat in your bare yeah, hand. Yeah, and that's the best bit. It's so good. Oh. Especially your violet crumbles and your crunchies, etc. Um, but all Amanda, the way around, you're just holding it in your fingers. No, slobbery, you, no. You chocolatey eat the chocolate, mess. You, cheat, you eat the chocolate off the area that you're about to bite, and then you bite the little nude You're section. still holding it through the wrapper at yes. that point. Amanda said, I eat the skin off the chicken nuggets first, then dip the naked chicken into sauce. <laughs> yep, I can understand that. Thank you, Hannibal Lecter. Amanda, goodness. <laughs> I, uh, Tiana said, I lick all the flavor off the chip before eating the rest of the chip. Of course. Of course you do, because that is the only way to eat. The Big <laughs> Says Show says, taking the meat off my cheeseburger halfway, because just a bit of cow, thanks. <laughs> what, a discarding a, a half moon of burger? I yes, like that's I guess worse so. For the... Yeah. Sorry, cow. Only want a bit of you. Going to kill the whole thing. <laughs> only eat a bit, though. Uh, Gabe Sharos says, brushing my teeth before a cup of tea. That is a bit strange. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to get the flavor of mint before <laughs> you have the tea. You know what? they sell mint tea, Gabe. <laughs> they sell that stuff. Peppermint tea, Gabe. <laughs> it's in the name, son. Um, Peter M. Harry says, uh, when eating a grape, I use my fang tooth to punch a hole in the grape first. So like, like let the pressure of the grape out off the fang. And then no, in it goes. I peel the grape with my teeth. That could be. That is a little. And bit then you fun got a little, sometimes. like a little lychee ball, like a little bubble tea ball of grape in you. <laughs> All right. Um, but Aaron has a uh, rather weird eating habit when it comes to cupcakes. Aaron, what's going on? Um, I tend to eat the paper on uh, all the cupcakes that I eat, and. Uh, yeah, it's not like if, if it's the tin foil, I don't, I don't have it. But just like the paper, that's 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 how we go. So and like, you, know, you draw, you draw the line at eating metal. <laughs> yeah, well, my body, like my body can't process it. But I'll tell you what, like the the best one is Woolies mud cake. Like you eat the wrapper of the mud. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. But like, so, I'm not. Wait, wait, I'm not wait, Aaron, sure. Aaron, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm open with you, mate. I have sucked some cupcake paper clean <laughs> dry, like a alley cat with a whole fish, just absolutely <laughs> slurped every piece of meat off that bone, right? But I stop at swallowing, okay? Now, are you telling me that you actually ingest the, the paper as well? Yeah, so, like, I guess it might be my laziness because, like, with cherries, I never spit the seeds. But, yeah, like, you just oh, get the cupcake. Dude. You don't... You, you don't take it out of the paper, but you just eat the whole thing. Like, you just bite into it normally. You like just eating the fortune in the fortune cookie as well, Aaron? What, <laughs> where does this end? No, but, but here's the thing, right? So, like, you say, it, no, but you eat the paper. Like, I eat the paper on the cupcake, but yeah. let's just say you're eating a burrito, right? Yeah. Yeah. You eat the feeling of the burrito, the tortilla's the paper. Like, it's the same thing. <laughs> you don't unwrap the, the burrito. You don't un no, the tortilla's made of, like, corn <laughs> and flour and edible things. The paper's made of wood chips, mate. 
It all comes out the same anyway. <laughs> well, Aaron, we really appreciate you talking to us, mate. All the best. Yeah, no worries. Have a good one. Well, for the first time in 2023, Matt, it is time for this segment. Little thing called What's Hitting with Sarah. Hello, Sarah from Brisbane. Hello. We, we first did this segment, What's Hitting with Sarah. You were 14 and you've turned 16 yeah. over the break. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I just got my license in the mail, guys. <gasps> what? You got a learner's license? Yeah, I just got it in the mail. It came yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Oh, Matt was just complaining about <laughs> Brisbane drivers the other day. So. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually. Have you had your first lesson yet? No, I haven't. But um, Meg is going to teach me how to drive soon. So. Oh, excellent. Oh, Shout out to Meg. Yeah, thanks, Meg, uh, listener of the show. First question comes from Kiri, and Kiri, thank you for getting in touch via Matt Dunn and Alex. I'm so glad this question is asked because I also do not know. Sarah, what is rizzing? I've heard young people oh. say it a couple of times, and I'm too scared to ask the perfect use of this segment. Okay, so rizzing is like basically, you know, if you were to like call a girl or a guy over because you want to flow with them, you want to talk to them, it's like rizzing is like, how good is your riz? Like, how good are you at, like, flirting, basically? Like, how good is your game? So if you've got a riz game, you get a converse, flirty conversation started. You know, obviously, they can be awkward, but once your intentions are known and then you get along, it's fun. You've got a good riz game. Yeah, and then people often involve the other thing we talked about um, a while ago, like L and W. So you have L riz or W riz. Okay. So it's like winning or losing. <laughs> L stands oh, for the loss. Okay. W in the wins column. You've got a W riz. So let's imagine. Let's yeah. imagine. Let's imagine me and my bros are all hanging out at a party, and uh, there's a group of girls on the other side of the room, and one of my bros would go, "Oi, Matt, you got your riz game is good. Why don't you get well, one of those girls?" Over here, and then I say, "Hey, uh, hey, cheeky babes, come and hang and talk to us." And then they all, and then the girls go, "No way, loser!" And then they walk away. And then my friends go, "Oh, bro, that was mad, Elriz." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would basically be what it is. You got Elriz, bro. Like okay. you're a failure. You got Elriz. Do we know where Riz came from? I actually don't know, but like people have been like absolutely using the word like crazy. Like, so if someone has really good riz, you can also be called like the riz god or barizza. A barizza. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're really good, like if you have really good riz, you get called the rizzler. Like, oh yeah, he's the rizzler. Bro. He's the rizzler. He's the rizzler. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Keep it, an eye it seems- out for an all-you-can-eat rizzler coming to a town near <laughs> you. It, uh- is it, mate? It seems more angled to guys, though. Is it? it do, do girls riz too? Girls can have riz, but I think it is more commonly used with guys because there's like the stereotype where guys do the asking out. You know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, All right. Enough. Well, All right. thank you very much. You've answered Kiri's question perfectly there, uh, Sarah. Let's go on to Kevin now, who says, "Do kids still do the circle game where you make the OK hand signal on your leg, and if someone looks at it, you get to punch them?" Um, look, I don't think so. I think that kind of was left in, like, 2017. <laughs> uh, 
but like it, like sometimes, like the dark really ages. randomly, someone will just like to mess around. They'll do it and they can punch you. But like I don't that hasn't me for like nearly four years now. So yeah, damn, it's got to be the below the waist as well, the circle below the waist, and then you look down at it well, and you get also, to punch in the arm. Didn't white supremacists take over the that signal? So then it's, it becomes a risky game to play when you're doing that okay signal. Oh, you I'm know, sure four chan had something to do with that. Yeah, and then like so people were doing it, and then they're like, "No, I was just playing the punch game," but it's like, but you weren't holding it above below your waist, therefore you were doing the okay <laughs> symbol. Your sus, all that stuff. So, yeah, look, probably best not to play the game anyway, just in case, all right? I think like, if you want to play a punch game, just play Spotto because that's, like, quite common. Spotto is quite common. I used to play that looking at cows, but it didn't involve punching. What what happens What's with Spotto? Spotto is when you see a yellow car, you just go Spotto and you punch. Oh, punch buggy. That could be. Oh. I wish I had played before. Uh, yeah, but you're never going to see any punch buggies uh, now. I haven't seen a punch buggy for ages. There must yeah. be no punches going around. We'll have to be a punch Tesla from now on. But, Sarah, look, thank you very much <laughs> for uh, for joining us. It's been fun, as always. And um, we'll catch you again next week. Okay. Thank you, guys. And if you have a question for Sarah, please get in touch with us at matt.and.alex on Instagram. Yeah. We'd love yeah, stop, from you. stop rizzing in other people's DMs, slide into ours, and um, <laughs> and um, ask a question for Sarah. Did I use that correctly? I don't even know. <laughs> this is all day breakfast. Well, Matt, today is the 25th of January, which means tomorrow is the 26th of January, a day which has increasingly over the last little while been put in the spotlight for being somewhat insensitive to the first Australians, given it pays homage to the day that white settlers landed on these shores where uh, 60,000 plus years of continuous culture had been for quite a while. And yeah, since the 80s, it's been it's been plopped on the 26th. And yeah, a lot of people consider it not a date to celebrate. So when it comes to doing a daily podcast, we were asking ourselves, what is the best thing to do for tomorrow? And we were talking about it as like, oh, do we treat it as any other day? Yeah, I was, I was a bit confused. I was like, what is the best approach? Do we not acknowledge it mm. as a holiday and then do a show? Or do we not do anything for it? Which is also acknowledging it to not be anything. And I think a, a lot of people in, in a situation is like, okay, well, we've got a lot of friends, you know, Indigenous friends, First Nations colleagues, Plenty of people out there who we just want to make as happy and feel as supported as possible. And so uh, what's going to happen for all day breakfast tomorrow is we're not going to put out a show is where we've landed. But we thought, given that, because one of the things we really want to do is amplify First Nations voices. And so wondering a little bit what to do. And it was interesting looking at the news, Matt, where Ash Gardner, incredible Australian cricketer, a Murawari woman, posted on Instagram because Cricket Australia popped a one day up between Australia and Pakistan on January 26th. So that's going to be taking place tomorrow. And Ash posted on her Instagram saying, as a proud Murawari woman and reflecting on what Jan 26 means to me and my people, it is a day of hurt and a day of mourning. My culture is something I hold very close to my heart and something I'm always so proud to speak out about whenever asked. I'm also fortunate enough to play cricket for a living, which is something I dreamt of as a kid. 
And unfortunately this year, the Australian women's cricket team has been scheduled to play a game on the 26th, which certainly doesn't sit well with me and as individual, but also all the people I'm representing as a nation, national team. We have a platform to raise awareness about certain issues and I'm using this platform to hopefully help educate others on the journey to learn about the longest living culture in the world. For those who don't have a good understanding of what the day means, it was the beginning of genocide massacres and dispossession. When I take the field for this game, I will be certainly reflecting and thinking about all of my ancestors and people's whose lives changed from that day. Yeah, look, it's a big call to put yourself out there, um, you know, and put yourself in front of the media where you're going to be getting a lot of backlash and certainly Ash didn't need to make that statement, but good on her for standing up for what she believes in. And, uh, you know, it is a tough decision on, on whether you let down your teammates or you, you know, stand up for what you believe in and not play. Yeah. Uh, I think Ash has done a really good job in, in sort of being able to do both there. But when it comes to all day breakfast tomorrow, we've decided we're not going to do a, um, an episode. So um, apologies if you're looking forward to that. But the good news is there are a lot of podcasts out there, Matthew. We're not the only podcast in the world. And in fact... What? Exactly. Are you kidding me? I'm not pulling your leg. Well, if there's a single other podcast with two, you know, reasonably <laughs> young straight guys out there, I'll be damned. Good honestly. luck finding them. <laughs> there's none of them, but there is quite a few great podcasts featuring first Australians, Indigenous Australians, whose voices really should be heard and really should be amplified. And I think whilst we're taking a step away, that's a great opportunity for us to shed a light on a few of these ones. So, um... Here are a couple of recos for you, if you like. First of all, shout outs to a um, friend of the show, Ray Johnson, who was a really proud, intelligent, passionate, very funny, very delightful uh, Wiradjuri woman. And she's all got heaps of podcasts that you can check out. Queens of the Drone Age is a big one. She's also with SBS, got a podcast called The Stream. So definitely look into that one. We had um, Marley Silver on the show a little while ago. You may remember Marley joining mm -hmm. us. Her podcast always was, always will be our stories. He's not making any new episodes, but still very worthwhile going back and having a listen to that. There's a great podcast, which I've been listening to recently as well, that the ABC put out, which is called Word Up. And this is cool because the episodes are like five minutes long and it's just a single person talking about where they're from and their language and teaching you a couple of words in that language. I was listening to um, Aussie comedian Andy Saunders recently. Incredible comedian. You might remember him from The Block as well, but he's mm. from Burpai nation, Matt, um, which you would know very well around Port Macquarie way. Uh, yeah. I listened to his episode, really, really nice to have. And they're just, yeah, as I mentioned, really bite-sized and really nice to have a little listen to and, you know, find out where you're from and a few words in the, in the language that of the country you grew up on. And the final one I'll give a shout out to is Black Magic Woman podcast hosted by Mandanara Bales. She was interviewing the founder of Clothing the Gap, um, was the episode I was listening to. And it was, yeah, really fascinating stuff. And yeah, got a Decent following on the gram as well. If you want to check out Black Magic Woman podcast, really passionate, really entertaining uh, Australian that's whose voice is well worth listening to and learning from. So there you go. Something to fill your podcast ears tomorrow. We hope you do have a good one. We will be back with you on Friday as well with a brand new episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Same time, same place. We will see you then. Sounds good. Catch you later. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.